here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank all of my Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me and what I'm doing. Big shout out to my senior producers, Ventus Official and Mom and Dad. Love you all so much. Thank you for the support. Thank you for everyone tuning in. We have another exciting episode and we're recording live for the first time in a little while. You know, I do miss having chat to distract me. One or two people pull through. There might be some new people because of the person that we have here tonight. It is Brando from chat aka nyc brando aka some of the some of the some of the best bars that you'll see in the melee community and then an amazing stream runner all around all around amazing person brando thank you so much for joining me how are you doing tonight hey i'm doing i'm doing all right um a little a little tuckered out had an early day today um doing some production stuff at os for uh this event that we had earlier but um i'm all right i'm, I'm feeling good got my wawa i've got i've got the homie but this is like almost three years in the making <laughs> like sheesh i do feel like i've been attempting to get you on but i try to you know let it breathe a little bit the person who i have tried to get on for the longest time now it might be caro caro copy or whatever the exact username caro is a 64 player i've also been trying to get on jmook for a hot minute shortly after genesis 8 so you know it's it's been baking we have some buns in the oven but i'm really happy that we're getting this into the light that you're here now because we like you said i i think it was a while ago some of the first streams that you were starting to do for nightclub specifically because that's where i would see you either in front of the camera briefly as you tell someone something on the mic or maybe even doing some commentary yourself, I would go, that looks like a, that just looks like a swell individual all around. This seems like such a cool person. I need to get Brando on at some point. So it's been a while also because you have a lot of things going on. So what is, what is there to even start with? Maybe how about this? You, you shared a little bit of what you were doing today, early start today. What do you think a normal Tuesday looks like? Because you usually don't have this wide of a evening slot open, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm usually at OS at, the, at this time on, on Tuesdays. So I normally um, start my day. My days are normally very early anyways. I'll usually wake up at around 7-ish. Um, I got to be at my first job at 9, 9.30. It's a, I work at a high school as a school aide. It's, um, you know, got to take care of the children, right? The future of America. And... Uh, <laughs> Get your sevens in chat. Hey, hey, I'm taking care of just two, and that feels like a lot. You're surrounded by more than two. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I I think the student body is at least 1,800, and and that's just for uh, the school that I am in. The, so there's three schools in the building. There's one that's this what? 75. Yeah. So there's there's like uh there's the school I work for, which takes up most of the building, um, and it's um, this District 75 school, which is like, you know, um, for those those students that might need a little extra help, right? They might have a disability or um, whether it be mental or physical, right? They just need extra help. So they take up a portion of the third and a portion of the fourth floor. And then on the fifth floor is 
um, a a bunch of a bunch of I, how I know you said you you don't you don't mind cursing, right? You are uh, you're allowed to go all the way out there and come back. A bunch of fucking little shits. <laughs> a bunch of bastards. A bunch of middle schoolers that like think that they're super sick. They're so cool. And and they haven't hit that empathy bubble yet and it's like, "Oh god." They Damn haven't it, hit I the self-awareness it. bubble either. They have no yeah. self-awareness. I know exactly no what you're talking about. We would we would have so kids bad. from Philadelphia come out to Lancaster County, kind of like a fresh air program kind of a thing. Not not exactly bar for bar fresh air program, but we get these kids. They've never been outside of Philadelphia in their life, but they're middle school age as well. So whatever the latest rapper was, a hip hop artist at the time that everyone's listening to, they're just emulating that person to me. And I'm going, you're... 10 so you are not all that in fact but you know i'm trying to be gracious i'm trying to let them express themselves and it's a shame that the normal expression is nothing but the worst of humanity but you know by the end of the week there's a little bit of something there's a light there's a light there for just a split second and then they go back to philly (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) it it is what it is i mean shit they probably uh emulated Uzi quite a bit. I mean, Uzi's from Philly, so mm. that, makes, that makes sense too. Um, not that Uzi is a terrible guy or anything. Just um, maybe ten-year-olds shouldn't act like him. Maybe not. Maybe not listen just yet. But hey, like I, I get it. I, I wasn't there to judge. I was there to try to help as best I could. So I knew what I was getting myself into, especially after the first time. It was a little jarring the first time, going like what but then after that i was like okay i know the drill i know how these kids are and you know the some of them would come back actually and it'd be like hey it's cool to see you again okay let's go and you know we're, we, hey, we get right. there we get there you know i'm almost a fully formed human now hey, hey. <laughs> but that's just what you're doing during the day so what happens after school hours after school i thankfully work very very close to the venue but i go to us uh i usually start i usually work at os monday monday through friday friday excluding wednesdays um but wednesdays you know i'm still there i'm still there for the nightclub so uh i have i'm fortunate enough to like have been working at uh, an environment that i love right and uh with staff that i care about quite a bit and you know how people say if if you like it it doesn't feel like work right it's not work you, you like you enjoy it it can be work some days oh yes especially especially now that i have uh be, got, been given a supervisor role or rather mm. not given. I, I will say i earned i will say i earned it yes you did um you know circumstances be damned i earned facts I facts i think everyone's working really well together everyone's gelled super well um the the corporate synergy is going crazy right now so i I think that that speaks to why we're doing so well on that front and i think i'm very very fortunate to be on such a such a great team like one of the best hospitality teams like uh I've ever like had the pleasure of working with being around being served by you know because I was a customer first so um uh, and I 
have gotten pretty lucky with the teams that I've been on because I also am super fortunate to be a part of the NYC Melee team. And we've done some incredible things both in that space and out of the OS space. So uh, here's uh, here's to some more. You know? Okay, so were you also gaming at the time uh, around or in Melee, or were you specifically there for drinks and then you go, oh, I could work here. What's this Melee thing that they do every Wednesday night? Is, so just tell me how this all came to be. I would love to hear it. Um, so the short... The Cliff Notes version is I used to go to Hax's nightclub and then when that shut down and then when COVID came around, we were everybody was playing Slippy, right? Everybody was doing whatever, doing their thing. I came back to the nightclub and uh, Jeremy was running the stream and I was getting to know the, the OS teammates a little bit more. Um, cause, uh, there was a team from prior to the pandemic and then, uh, a new team after that had some of the, some leftovers still, or rather some, uh, some carryovers, not leftovers. That sounds like that's, the verbiage is bad. Leftovers. Verbiage is, the verbiage is not great, but, um, there were some carryovers from the pre pandemic team. So, um, getting to know them a little bit more, getting to know the then NYC melee team more. I, I weaseled my way in somehow, and um, Ryobeat and Jeremy both gave me an opportunity to, you know, fill in for Jeremy. Jeremy wasn't able to make it one week, and I had done some streaming before on my own accord. I used to stream pretty often, uh, like when I was in college, and it was all right. Like I, I got affiliate, right? I, I, I had a little bit of a know-how. I knew how to work a capture card. But um, uh, eventually, Jeremy wasn't able to come more often, and you know, work took over. So I became the primary technical director for NYC Melee's The Nightclub series, and I think I took over either at the very end of season one, or um, like half, maybe a little early into season two. Whenever we still had widescreen at the time, like we were still playing widescreen on the monitors. If if that that goes, that's how far back that goes. And the general manager at the time at OS, she was sitting at the host desk at the front. She was just macking, and I'm like, "Are y'all like hiring here?" <laughs> um, and she was like, "Dude, we think the world of you." you're super professional you're super on you're on time with melee you do this you do that and i had an interview with uh with josh and and that that's my fucking go that's my guy i love josh and to 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 the day i fucking croak that's my goat and um i'm so, <laughs> sorry if i'm like getting stuff out of order this was around the time uh that function two was getting ready to come out or is it the first function it might be the first function oh yeah I'm function sorry. one that's a throwback that happened a while ago feels the like by now one ssbm i am so sorry Ooh. i don't remember yep 
Yep, me neither. Ginger won the first one. Then who won the second one? Was that Aklo? No, no Aklo won the first. It's the other way around. Aklo ah. won the first one. Ginger won the second one. So there this is around the time of Function 2. And um, my first day was, was supposed to be, like after I got hired, my first day was supposed to be the Function 2 day. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Can y'all please? And they were like, dude, fucking relax like we got you <laughs> we understand that melee is very important to you go ahead we'll get you started on another day and then i got started uh on a friday and fridays were the hell hour at, at os so um i got started in the fire and yeah I guess, yeah I, I picked up the culture super fast there and i, I guess that's that's why i i have a, a little frustrations with um some other people but that's me like we we have completely different experiences so that's me being a dummy <laughs> this is just me being a little a little goofy a little goofball up here anyways that's how uh, i i got started we started as a competitor competitor like i i, I barely played competitor producer work at os and now i do other things that's crazy how many things you do though because you also have done some content as well now if you were streaming back in the quote-unquote ye old days then that means you probably had a little bit of that content brain just kind of somewhere down in there when you started thinking you know we should uh we should like do some extra stuff and they go oh yeah like what and like well i could write some bars i mean you know I could do other things too, as as how I assume you said it. But come on, a lot of people like that, like like some of those videos that were that you were dropping on last year, and 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 it and even yeah, I feel like you did stuff for Function One and Function Two, but maybe I'm getting it wrong. You tell me. What well, what's been your favorite thing that you've produced? That's not. This is a really cool transition for the stream. Like, what 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 kind of video or content did you really enjoy producing these past couple of years? um so first thing right the the transitions most mostly have been done by like other uh members of our graphics team or they uh specifically for the nightclub they've been taken they've been repurposed from hacks's nightclub which was made by people on the emg team thank you so much emg for uh for that and um uh, i don't remember if i did anything for function one i think i just ran the side stream for function one and um as far as content that i've produced i've had so much so much cooking in the in the back right like it, there's a lot going on in the noggin and a lot going on in the notes app so there's there's stuff that's outlined and i think it's some of my best stuff and we haven't gotten to make it yet but as far as stuff that you guys have seen I know a lot of people love the function to uh the function to rap. And I I of course am very fond of it. I think uh a lot of people uh found the function two that way. I think it was good advertisement and I want to do something similar again for function three. Wink wink. Wink wink. We will get there. We will get there. And I mean, hell, it, it got bum uh like reinterested in melee again like he he um he started checking out the nightclub because he also runs his 
uh, events like Heat Wave and Bum's Birthday Bash at OS. So he came across the nightclub, and he he also also saw the the Function Two trailer, and you know we might uh, work on something in the future. That's also something mm-hmm. a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right? Um, there, there's like uh, there's been stuff. There's been good stuff that has come out of the Function 2 trailer. But I still think my favorite thing that I've done was the the trailer for Zayn versus Cody for the Fight Club. I think that's still my favorite because it was like uh, I was coming off of a binge of <laughs> epic rap battles of history. <laughs> and that's one does. It, it would be it would be really funny if they would like spit bars at each other and then i made those spit bars at each other so i wanted to say uh thank you to uh the producer who uh, who helped me on that uh unfortunately that producer that helped me uh helped me work on that and the function two song is no longer part of the community so uh i'm, I'm still i'm still still giving credit just not gonna, you know, uh, say their name, right? Like, I'm just saying it was not a one-person thing. And um, I'm very thankful to the people who are around me that helped me make these things. So that kind of means that you're going to have to do it in a different way for any upcoming projects, anything that may or may not be coming down the pipeline. Yes, yes. Uh, and and I'm still not doing it alone, just um, doing it with a different team member this time well you already have the 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 proof so it's kind of like you show it to someone and they go a word and then you're off and running hopefully um like like off the dome like uh five fingers of death some sway style stuff i'm not doing that no no okay (laughs) no shot i'm not like a freestyle guy ever ever I, i my brain does not work like that i've taken like 17 pauses in the past 20 minutes alone i'm not i'm not my brain don't it doesn't cook like that but um there's something about being on like public transit that gets the the juices flowing i i have every song i've ever written or every uh bit of poetry and anything i've done artistically creatively has at least had the building blocks start while i was on the bus uh or on the train (laughs) so shout out to the mta you suck but hey you know we 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 get there (laughs) you know it's magic that happens on there one of my favorite YouTube videos, period, spanning all genres, is the saxophone battle that happened in an NYC subway. There, there, it, there's magic underground for so there's something there. Yeah, hey, hey, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, kid. Fucking, uh, you, you, you got talent. I want to show you a, a little something. Come to my studio. It's uh, it's an alleyway, and I'll fucking stab you. <laughs> we're not even underground right now <laughs> Yo, just just like randomly walking on wall street like hey come on come out to my studio i'll fucking kill you it's like oh well i guess uh gee willikers <laughs> uh, just I, I every every everybody walking down the street is the new is the next barry gordy and you're the next frankie lyman they're just waiting to get a lick off you <laughs> 
that has happened to me before not getting stabbed in a studio but like getting approached by someone who who is a little shady <laughs> Uh, well, how could you be a proper per how could you be a proper New York City living person? New York Cityer? What's it? New York Cityite? What a New Yorker? Sorry. How can you be a proper New Yorker if you're not being approached by someone who could just kill you if you take the wrong couple of, if you press the wrong chat response? on the windows of text that come up to you in this NPC conversation, you might just be dead. Like, I feel like even for me, I've visited New York a few times, a fair amount of times because I have family that lives there in Manhattan. And it doesn't matter if we're on the island because people still be crazy. People be crazy everywhere. Uh, you know, um, I don't know if you're a big fan of Mass Effect at all. I am not, but please, by all means, say something that the people who do enjoy that game will will recognize what you're referencing. So in Mass Effect, there's a like morality system. You're either a paragon or you're a renegade. And in New York, if you happen to walk through life being a paragon everywhere all the time, you only choose paragon, you're still going to get clapped at the end somehow. This, uh, there's something there's something about this person who's a little too nice. So, um, <laughs> but you need a couple of renegade answers here and there. So the fuck is you talking about? Get, get on my face. <laughs> like, you know, you, you need a couple of those or, or it's like you'll, you'll get eaten up. Okay, so what I like to do when I'm in New York City is walk faster than anybody, which may or may not be a challenging but uh, it's easy to do in places like Times Square because nobody's walking fast there. I hate, I hate Times Square for this very reason alone. But I just try to walk as fast as everybody. So to the point where, in general, I feel like I'd be walking right. fast everywhere. Put her there. Put her I'd, be, there. I'd be walking Put fast Times everywhere. And, and nobody understands why. But I was just like, this is East Coast. We are going somewhere, are we not? Why are we out here except to go somewhere? So let's hurry up and get there. So, yeah, that, that's, that's the thing that I thought made me the most New Yorker, even though I'm not a New Yorker. I thought, you know what? I like walking as fast or faster than any of these people. So that, that, that's how I can kind of blend in. But otherwise, yeah, it doesn't take you very long to figure out. Uh, this guy is extremely, extremely basic. <laughs> it's very, very milk toast. Very milk toast person. I'll just walk so fast you won't even get to talk to me. Like somebody starts talking to me and I just like look at the ground and I keep walking. Like I, I, that's that's the only superpower I have. I can't do rock paper scissors. I throw a rock every time. I'm gonna lose. I gotta keep going. Uh, I don't know about that. I think I think you also have another superpower. It's being a dad. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, you know what? I will claim that. Today, so here's a story for, for from today specifically. Let's immortalize this. Yesterday, Ezra was on his little scooter. Ezra is three years old, and he loves being on his scooter. He's gotten very good at the scooter. So you know how it is. You are very careful at first. You say, slow down, go slow, and he just wants to go fast and, and everything. Now he knows how to ride it. And you're like, okay, we've leveled up. He can go faster. You know what? I don't have to be hounding him and helicoptering him the whole time. You know what? I can just sit down and watch him go back and forth, back and forth. Wow, this is great. But yesterday he fell off of his scooter and he, you know, we, we get him cleaned up. We, get, we put the band-aids on because band-aids, band-aids be what they got to be, which is 
essentially if Ezra had a broken heart at the age of three, he would ask for a Band-Aid. So that's what Band-Aids are to him. Band-Aids are very important. So today he wakes up and he's like, I can't walk. And I'm like, yes, you can. I can very clearly see that you can walk. You know why? Because you were doing it last night. And he's like, but my boo-boo hurts. And I go, all right, all right. So throughout this entire day, instead of making him walk, I carry him from place to place. <laughs> you gave in, you gave in. But, but you know what? He'll never forget that. I think I think it's little moments like that that um, I personally don't forget from my childhood. Like I, I my uh, I don't know what to call this guy. Let's just call it the guy my mom was dating at the time. He used to carry me fucking everywhere. We used to go to the uh, the waterfall at the time. Fucking dr. I will never forget those moments. That's my fucking guy. R.I.P. Wheelie. I love you very much. So I I hope he remembers me doing kind things for him in some capacity because yes I, I i say to him ezra you can walk i want you to do some walking today i know why you're you're a little bit bothered because your band-aids are actually rubbing up on your on your on your cut so you've stopped bleeding we should take the band-aids off and he goes no i need them to feel better and i go okay well this is this is perfect it's on his knee so because of this like you know moving up and down straightening and bending he's like if it moves at all he perceives pain and there's nothing in this world that ezra hates more than being uncomfortable he's he's um he he has such an attitude when he's sick or whenever he has a cut. He 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 went three days in a row without wearing a shirt because I think he somehow got a cut on his belly somewhere, and he was like, "It's rubbing up on my cut." And I go, "You gotta wear a shirt, dude." But then he didn't wear a shirt for three days, so he might not walk for three days. But that's because we're waiting for that cut to feel better. <laughs> it is what it is. Jeez. Hey man, <laughs> it's our trip. Hey, you know we were talking about employees. You know, with uh, trying to instill new the culture in new employees. That guy's gonna be new for a while, <laughs> so you've got a lot of uh, culture instilling to do. But I, I, I believe in you, man. You, you, it seems like you're doing a pretty decent job so far. <laughs> I'm trying to be as kind as possible. Yes, I am, while also understanding. Like, as long as I understand he's taking me for a ride, then I'm fine about it. I hate being got twice. <laughs> so I just make sure that I tell him, Ezra, you can totally walk. That being said, let's go downstairs. And then I carry him down the stairs. And it is what it is. He sat outside for like four hours today because it was such a beautiful day today. And there's your happy ending. He had a bunch of stuff that Ellie, his older sister, brought to him. She kept bringing him stuff from the from the shed. We have some stuff in the shed for them. She kept bringing him things, and he just sat there for four hours happily playing the whole time, not, not ever once complaining about the fact that he can't walk or that he can't go anywhere. He'll say to me, Dad, I want that stick over there, and it's five feet away, and I'm like, you can't, like, shuffle your butt over there? And he's like, no, I don't really want to do that. And I was like, okay. And then I grabbed the <laughs> stick and I gave it to him. <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the balance, though. It's like, hey, my mind ain't raised no fool, but daddy is racing a hustler. What's up, man? Hi, pimp. You want this stick? I got you. No problem. <laughs>
If he does more than me, I think that means almost as much as uh, me succeeding, quote-unquote. So that's the thing i got to be careful about. I don't want to be that parent that's yelling at the umpire in two years about, you know, that was a strike. You can't even call it that was a strike. That was inside, you fucking, you fucking jack-off. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that just, dad. Just got, just got the bud like... You fucking, you're, you're blind, you cock. <laughs> So how about this? You do a lot of things on the technical side. Did you see that Short Hops had the custom melee art on the beer cans and the custom beer? You see this? <laughs> yeah, that was so sick. Gene, Gene I don't know how, how he does it, man. I, I only have to measure, uh, measure. I've only had the pleasure of meeting him once, but uh, he's, he's super cool and uh, very creative, clearly, you know, uh, working with a brewery to to not only make smash related brews but to like run a tournament on based on the brews like that's so so cool what a what a way to integrate you know like the smash community's two fairy things alcohol and the game so <laughs> I, I had the so pleasure cool. of being there that was the first time i've had gene on the podcast before but i got to meet him at short hops and super great time i don't drink myself but i got to take a four pack home with the designs they're super sick now is there anything that you've ever thought to myself i want these two things to mix beer and melee do mix uh, quite a bit so it's not out of left field but would you want to try to bring something that's sort of melee-esque together with melee at an event or do you think no i want to go left field let's have some kind of let's have some kind like i see these people having um like a like uh like a free flow free free rapping freestyle rap battles or how about the people who do the loop station battles what if we do that and melee at the same time what if we I don't know. I'm just pulling off the top here. What if we have it on this weird farm somewhere where there are horses and you can ride the horses, but you can also play melee? Uh, you, I don't know that that is ever really going to happen because that sounds like a bad idea. But is there two things that you think to yourself, if I can mix melee with this, this might actually be a really fun time. Is there anything that comes to mind for you? Um... I don't know. I feel like uh, I, I haven't thought that far out of the box. Okay. Fr frankly, like, and also that might just be because I, I don't have much bandwidth, you know, having like 16 hour work days, basically. Or okay. Like, maybe even more than that. That's fair. That's uh, fair. Tell me about the Redemption Rumble. How does, how does that all materialize? Because it feels like Brandon just kind of comes from the top rope and is like, New York City event, baby! <laughs> That's literally exactly how it goes. Like, uh, you know, there, there's like, you know, the, 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 the ultimate struggle. It's, it's the mega powers, you know? It's, it's VG Bootcamp. It's Panda. <laughs> fuck you and fuck you! <laughs> and then all of a sudden, fucking Swanton Bomb! Oh my God! It's Brandon out of nowhere. You with Beast Coast, and uh, and I forgot who else might have been involved in the event. But Probably yeah. Ludwig, maybe. But, hopefully, Redemption Rumble was crazy. Oh, and um, that's pretty much it. Like that's it, it's it's exactly how you said it. it just coming straight off the top rope. Uh, of course, we all got blindsided by what happened with. Uh, <laughs> with whatever the hell like there's it's still not clear what exactly happened at the end of last year but um uh, 
it, it, it just it just had such a quick turnaround of like a week, week and a half. Like, yeah. hey, um, we sort of want to do an event to ring in the new year. And it's we're trying to make it go crazy, go a little stupid. And we want the New York scene to celebrate and ring in the new year with us. Because I think, you know, because uh, Brandon was with Beast Coast at the time. Uh, Beast Coast was like, hey, let's just run this event let's 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 get it we're we're new york based and the new york scene is uh fucking nasty they'll come through and by god did they come through in droves man i'm so happy redemption rumble turned out the way that it did uh that had no right going as well as it did (laughs) (laughs) no right it should have been a goddamn disaster but i'm so sorry but I think that's like one of the events I'm I'm, I'm most proud of, uh, alongside the Function Two, of course. Uh, uh, Function Two and Redemption Rumble are probably the events I'm most proud of because of the really quick turnaround, and um, it's also one of the most stressful events I've ever worked on. Yeah, because I never, and it wasn't because of the turnaround. I think the the only reason that the 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 time crunch sucked ass on that was because i needed to learn how to work with brand new equipment in like two weeks and i needed to also procure brand new equipment out of my own pocket in like two weeks so that was um really fucking whack uh that was the only whack part but it I just so happened to be wearing this shirt. Like I did not plan on wearing the Apex 2022 shirt. But if I did not get asked to work on this event, I would never have been able to see the talent behind the melee side stream at or rather the main was the main melee stream for the first two days of the event for Apex. Shout outs to um my man Kelvin Espada. I don't know, he might have changed his tag recently, but Kelvin, if I never was uh, behind the scenes able to see him work and the gear that he worked with redemption rumble would have been on monitor and not crt so uh the fact that they they were like hey we're gonna source crts it's gonna be crazy and i'm like at least not like it wouldn't have been all lost but it definitely wouldn't have looked as good as it did (laughs) um i had I have like my old streaming equipment from when I used to speedrun Super Mario 64 still. So that would have sort of, you know, been a solution. Oh, people but... in Twitch chat would have been just so degenerate about like, wasn't it Super HD? It, it would, they, people would have shit and pissed and cummed themselves. It would have been bad and mainly shit and piss. Um, and 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 people on Twitch chat are known to do that. So. Very well known to do that. Absolutely. Now, does Grand Finals have any bearing on how awesome those events turned out to be? Because especially for Redemption Rumble, the Grand Finals was uh, that's like a top five set of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it did. No, that's right. <laughs> it did. <laughs> yes, sir. The hero of time does it again. <laughs> My lord. The, the 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 like crowd carrying part was so sick i wish i would have been able to capture that better but um like i said uh 
had to acquire a lot of new shit like last second including like new cameras and and stuff so we were like strapped on that but at least there is like a there's a crowd cam of uh of the stage dive or whatever uh aklo did like i, I lo i've lost the name like it, it's literally escaping me now but i think you know what i mean <laughs> i know what you're saying and hey i'm thinking about it right now and we don't have bts anymore we don't have beyond the summit bringing us summit events anymore for smash and in particular for melee but you know what the, as i'm thinking on redemption rumble and remembering my experience of watching that tourney by the way the only time you met gene dollar was at redemption rumble right because i know gene was there for at least part of it i don't remember meeting gene there i met gene at like a uh, random ass nightclub <laughs> no because gene, gene go the AMSA one that i met him at personally like i probably said what's up but i, I spoke i actually spoke to oh him. yeah i know what you're saying no there is a difference dimension came up to me at short house and said i listened to the podcast and ran away i was like wait wait, wait come back okay so i wanted to ask you about how how you feel this translate I felt like there was Summit vibes at Redemption Rumble. So now the good news is that the end of the year for 2023 is a long ways away. If there was another call to action, would you try to lean into that for another Redemption Rumble? Or do you think that there's someone out there who's better equipped or or has more resources to be able to reproduce a little bit of that summit vibe because i do think you can't have all of it uh the shop the voting all of that seems like a lot to pull off because there was a whole team behind bts a, a literal entire team making those events happen and we're talking about smash people we don't have a lot financially speaking and the people who make it happen brando you know this the quality of that stream the, the 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 tournament sets and and everything logistically happening and working out not a lot of actual people behind the scenes you would always probably say to yourself even if you're at a regular nightclub it'd be nice to have a couple of extra pair of hands but you you, you just don't so when when you think about the possibility of another redemption rumble and trying to emulate more of the summit vibe that people are going to start missing pretty quickly i think does that seem feasible or do you think there's someone else out there who's better equipped to do it? I think um I, I think that there's there's like still a lot of talent in the in the scene that if they get together will make magic, but I'm like not um I'm not saying I'm not equipped to do it by myself. As far as like production goes, I have I'm, I'm slowly building stuff as a matter of fact uh you can probably see in my camera right here right there's like boxes and, and stuff uh-huh that i'm pointing at those are all pieces to a stream pc that i'm building so that i can use it for travel or use it for the function three or uh he's bad piece working my piece goodness by piece, right the only thing i'm missing is the, is the graphics card at this point i've got every everything else um, yeah graphics cards are not cheap but you know all in good time all in good time um i'm i feel like i don't have that much time right like there's uh 
I've got maybe a month, month and a half to. to oh, that's interesting. Together. Oh, that's interesting. Very interesting. Very <laughs> interesting. Right? Very, you are providing a lot of details. Shout I, out to whoever's I'm, listening intently to this. So you should be viewers and listeners. But anyway, shout out to you all for following. I'm, I'm an open book, right? Like I, I have, I got. I've, if I if something's coming out of my mouth, it's like, or if someone has something to ask me, right? The answer's coming out. Of course, I don't work on these things by myself, so I'm not saying, hey, this event is happening on this day. The, 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 there's a secret coalition of like uh, uh, talent that's actually making a new uh, event or whatever. Like, okay, sidebar, sidebar, real quick. Prior to CLG's death. No. No, Rando. Don't tell Prior me you had to... something cooked. No. Prior to the passing of CLG, there was something that I, I, it was, a, it's, hey, hey, everyone can dream. And it was a pipe dream, of course. But I was trying to have uh, something within the next two years, uh, have a melee event at MSG. Melee and ultimate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That that's yeah. a perfect lean in. Dead coming. Cody uh, just it, had to go to Michigan. That's the reason why this all happened. No, that's not. <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 all Cody's fault. No, no, no. Um, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not. Uh, it's not. It's of course it's not. No, it's uh, somebody. It's no one's fault, right? It's just like corporate America's it, fault. It's you know, late stage capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. We can't have nice things. We can't have nice things forever. Uh, and, and I'm, and that's just because I had so many, um, like little links to CLG. And then I had one bigger link and bigger link moved CLG broke apart. So I have nothing there, but, um, it's, it's still a dream to maybe do an event there one day. Is it going to be with NRG's help? Is it uh, going to be never? Uh, I don't know, but I, I've got big dreams uh, and I'm not someone that's going to give up on them because of this. So sidebar, we are back on track. The sidebar is now on the side. I think I have the potential to form a team that will give uh, a quality uh, viewing event right but um as far as tos and you know anyone doing stuff on the back end like merch or uh you know fundraising anything like that um stay tuned stay tuned for, for you know uh i've worked on events with brandon recently you know you know trying to donate to you know you know whether it's Black-owned businesses and and uh, black-centric causes, or the Maid, the Museum of Art and Digital, um, the Art and oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm I'm blanking on the name, but it's like a video game and media uh, museum uh, that's in NorCal. You know, when we did the NorCal Classic Two, that's what the donations were going towards. So that was very very cool. Um, it was super sick to be flown out work on that event with jade connor and brandon and all of the norcal scene that came out uh to support uh the invited players the 
open bracket people and the made venue itself. Um, thank you to everybody who made the made possible. Thank you to everybody who made um, the nightlife episode to the nightlife to happen at the museum. The uh, the Academy of Sciences, I think that's what it was called in San Francisco. Um, I've been traveling a lot lately, and uh, like I said, my, maybe I'm running out low on bandwidth, but uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm maybe missing some details, but and definitely missing people to thank. But thank you to those people. You guys know who you are, and uh, none of this is possible without you. So, yeah. Well, I want to talk about Bemi, but let me put that to the. That I will ask you that after I ask you, so why are you still doing all this? What are the 16-hour days for? What is the constant traveling all about? Why do you put yourself through this while acknowledging it's a lot to do? The uh, 16, 17, 18, 19-hour days, um, that's just so I could live comfortably, right? Like, I, you know, don't have much time for myself, but it's so i can live and um one of the reasons that well really the main reason that this took so long this meeting of the minds took so long to happen is because of my living situation um we're as we get into like hold on well, well i'll get there my my living situation i got taken in um by my best friend from high school's family and I was living with them for maybe four years after my family was evicted from our home and I'm forever grateful for that basically like I I'm still in New York because of that I would I would literally be living in Ohio otherwise uh with an old friend from like online gaming and stuff um if it were not for Marcus's family, I would not be in New York contributing to the scene, um, working at OS. All the dominoes would uh, would have been affected for sure. So I'm super eternally grateful for that. But it was uh, as far as like making noise goes, right? Like I'm. It's not just restrictive, but I was trying to be like respectful, right? Because I was sleeping and living in somebody else's space so i wasn't able to do uh you know a lot of online events or any podcast interviews or anything of the sort now as we're transitioning to bemi and how that happened um i was asked to be a part of the first bemi like the one that was uh, was the first bemi online the first yes. two were online the first two were online I was asked to be a part of Bemi and contribute some way, somehow, whether it's commentating or uh, I don't think I wasn't asked to be a player. I think it was to commentate or to help run the stream. And um, I couldn't, like, I literally didn't have the resources. I didn't, I wasn't allowed to have more than one monitor for a while. So at the time, I only had one monitor. Um, I, I, I like, I just didn't have the resources to do so or the space, right? I, I couldn't be loud. I couldn't, I would have background noise. I couldn't have a camera, you know, I didn't want to intrude on anybody else's space that I was living with and their privacy and whatnot. So, um, 
it was just the the culture was different and it's not like it was bad it's not a bad different it's just uh, restrictive to those kinds of opportunities and now that I, I i i got that job at os and i have nightclub and i have my other job all that all those funds together allowed me to uh, move out and live with Phil Nolan. I live with uh, Phil Nolan's my roommate. That's my fucking dog. He also saved me again from moving to Ohio. Now, Brandon lives in Ohio, and there would have been two Brandons in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a very let's go Brandon situation. I will say that. That, is not, that would not have been very hype. Um, so that is uh, really, really fucking funny. Uh, he he saved me from Ohio. Marcus saved me from Ohio. Those two are uh, I owe them everything, and you know uh, now I'm getting to this point financially where uh, I can just work one. So soon I will be only working at OS and working on nightclub. I'll be able to give more of my time to free other freelancing opportunities in production. And uh that led to Bemi. Because I had done I was free from school, obviously, because it was like New Year's, right? We were on holiday break and I had I had free time. So having this free time from from the school allowed me to have the free time to do Bemmy, uh Redemption Rumble. And the trust that I earned from doing Redemption Rumble, uh not only with Brandon but with Cav from Beast Coast and Jade and Connor, they put me on uh, to do Bemi and Nightlife and and uh, NorCal Classic too. I knew about NorCal Classic and and Nightlife really, really, really early. So I am really, I guess, personally fortunate that the the mega powers thing happened where it was like, fuck you, VG and fuck you, Panda. But, um, you know, obviously that was overall a very shit thing. But if that didn't happen, I don't think I would have been able to do Bemi. I don't think I would have done Nightlife. Don't think I would have done NorCal Classic 2. And I don't think I would be doing uh, any other non-NYC Melee events. So that was very cool. Oh, also... Apex would not have done Apex without uh, a lot of this. So, uh, Bemi was definitely an experience, definitely a big learning curve because I had to incorporate not only, you know, Melee and, you know, any other, um, like commentary stuff, right? Any working with equipment that I don't own but also having to work with new equipment that I do own and, you know, rushing to get the funds to get that, rushing to get the funds to get uh, uh, the, uh, the, like, luggage to get all my production equipment there. And then Cav, shout-outs to Cav, paid for my Pelican. Shout-outs to Cav, love Beast Coast. 
love Cav, specifically Cav. Uh, Beast Coast is also very cool, but I specifically very much love Cav. That's my goat. Um, I'm sorry. I'm like, I got sidetracked, I think, in my brain. Oh, yes. Learning curve. Uh, if you watched Bemi live, specifically day one, we were pretty late because of, uh, I was literally missing one uh, piece of equipment to make uh, cards, cameras work. Uh, like uh, one of the South, one of the South, like Southern Melee players uh, cameras work with my stuff. So that super sucked balls being late. I felt like I had let Brandon down, even though he was like, hey, you know, it, it happens, right? People people are late sometimes. Um, and, but we we shaped up, right, throughout the weekend. And I still feel like that's, like, one of my worst days as a, like, producer, broadcast lead, uh, tech technical director, whatever you want to call it. Um, because I felt like I let him down and um, people were supposed to go see the Hawks play, right? I think that's what it was. I think the Hawks were playing and they didn't get to go because we um, ran over time like by like 45 minutes. So it would have been big crunch time to get to the stadium, uh, like to the arena, to the ticket booth, to get tickets. And then it'd be like halfway through the first quarter or, or, almost to the second quarter by the time they got there. So that's, this is all like, damn, I ruined the whole weekend. I'm, I'm getting super overwhelmed and I don't do well uh, under that kind of pressure, but I'm mainly the one putting all this pressure on me. Like Brandon, Jane and Connor, they were like, dude, fucking relax. It's, it's not that serious. I mean, it is, but it's not. And then it's like, fucking, I'm like, Again, thank you to Phil Nolan, who was also there contributing to uh, the content portion of, of Bemi, which is another thing that was like new to me, incorporating um, content, both pieces that were made on the spot and uh, pre-made like YouTube stuff, trying to get that all to the public seeing eye. And uh, sorry if I'm talking a lot, but that's just how uh, fucked I was in the head on day one of Femi. Yes, because another Summit-esque situation, you're asked to do more than just stream matches and also work with new equipment and be in Hotlanta. There's a lot going on. And people want to go see a Hawks game for some reason. Look. <laughs> it was it was mainly for Lunary because you know he's you know coming from Belgium right so we're like hey you know American sports let's go Even American sports yeah <laughs> all right like, that's like, fair okay the experience now I'm starting to feel bad now I'm starting to feel bad you're right oh that's but, tough uh, so if you if you feel bad I uh, I definitely feel I still feel it now I wasn't I, I wasn't feeling bad until you said Lunary wanted to go and now I'm like oh no no I think Lunary ended up having a pretty fun time that evening anyways I'm not gonna lie he he uh he and Juan and 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 the rest of the the super talented players that came out when uh 
went and had a little bit of fun at karaoke and whatnot. They so made it a fun evening anyway. Cool. Well, there you go. There you go. They made they made the most of it. They made the most of the night. Which is surprising because there's not a lot to do in Atlanta. Uh, some people would say otherwise. I guess the people from Atlanta, maybe. Um, I'm being sarcastic. I just hope that somebody out there understood what I was what I was going for there. I've only driven past Atlanta, but let me tell you, there's like eight lanes on the highway. It is crazy. Yo, yo, big, big boys, big boy highways. Like that shit was crazy. Also, people was- will point guns at you if you cut them off. Like you gotta be careful going out there. Thankfully, Chandler, who curated the event, curated uh, like. Uh, had carpools set up for everybody to travel from the hotels and and whatnot to the venue thank you ohan chandler fucking i would have fallen apart also without you um that that was uh he he made a uh they made it a very good experience for all of us not not just for myself and for the to team who I've mentioned them a lot, but I cannot sing Jaden Connors praises enough. They are so super talented at what they do. Please, someone give them big money and let them do a crazy event. Just let them do this for a living. They're so incredibly good at it. They're so, so talented. And I appreciate them so, so, so. So, 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 so much. I really hope that Ludwig gets Contra and Jade involved with whatever big event comes down the pipeline for the, for the, for the Ludwig stuff, because who, who, who out there is better to ask? Of course, I try to give love to any TO I've had on the podcast at the very least. I mean, let me, let me lead into this. This will be the last question that I asked for tonight to the, one of the TOs, excuse me, one of the TOs out in Baltimore Neil, aka Bard, who runs the monthly series, and they have usually around 80 people uh, show up to these monthlies, which is great. And just getting a lot of people from MDVA, a few Philly people, and then I lead a carpool down from my region of Central PA, 717. Let's go. Shout outs to 717. But Neil, uh, he, he wants to know what, what, what makes you want to go to a tournament? Is it the food options being good around the venue? Is it a 24-hour venue situation? Is it the fact that the stream is so high-quality Gucci, uh, like, goaded sauce? Uh, what, what, those were not Neil's words. Those are my words. I'm paraphrasing. What makes you want to go to a tournament for you, Brando? What makes you want to go? Even if, even if you might literally be working it, what makes you want to go? It's the community. It's the community. It's the people around you. Um, if you are at an event and you're miserable because you went 0-2, it's like, oh, fuck, man. You went 1-2. You went 2-2. It's like, oh, shit. But you've got the fucking homie, Yokai Nels, to your left. You've got I Love Brooklyn 99 to your right. And you've got Ja. You've got Drew. You've got Ryo Beat. You've got Cat and Smuckers. You've got all the homies around. It's like... Man, it can't be that bad. It can't, can't be that bad. You've got 
You've got people like Patty. You've got people like Fast helping set up Breakdown. Frank, shout out to Frank, Type Saucy. Shout out to to Clem who who helps put these community events together. To Saint, uh, you know, happy happy birthday to Saint. I think it's today or it's tomorrow. We're celebrating it tomorrow. So if you're in uh, New York or you're the tri-state area, want to come into the nightclub, celebrate uh, the ace of all chat esports. Uh, yeah, I transferred that. I transferred it from JFlex to, to two. So fucking sue me. I transferred it from JFlex to sue. JFlex wants to leave all chat esports. He's not the fucking ace anymore. The ace of ACE. They're, they're, the, they're the new one. Anyways, if you want to uh, celebrate uh, two incredible people's uh, birthdays, two and uh, Clem, of course. Um, I think there's also another birthday that we're celebrating low key. I don't remember. Is it Jojo? I don't know. Um, Jojo. Uh, My favorite Captain Falcon main. Hey, we're up here. We're here. We're right here, pal. Tito Jojo. Hopefully, hopefully they're coming out tomorrow. I'm personally actually not going to be there tomorrow. I was supposed to be off this whole week. Um, I had a long ass day yesterday. Had the ninja event today. And you know what, really, I'm just like super tuckered out. Um, you say, um, what makes you want to go out to, to, the next, uh, to, to an event, right? What makes you want to go to a tournament? It's the community. But honestly, guys, I need a little me time. I've, I've, I've been community pilled for a while. I just need this week for myself. I was going to enter, but um, I think Patty's got it. Pat, Patty Patty's, uh, did a great job. The week that I was at, um, that I flew out to Cali, Patty did a great job. I'm sure she'll do an even better job this time. That was just her first time working the, working the, the, the stream for nightclub and worst case scenario, I'll just parsec in again from my phone. Oh God. I forgot about that part of Bemi. I was waiting for you to mention it. (laughs) I totally forgot about that part. You were just busy enough on the first day. (laughs) Yeah. So this is like when we flew in I, and I met up with Lunary and um and Chandler took us to, like the best chicken sandwich spot I ever had in my entire life and then after we arrived at the hotel he was like hey um about to head to Walmart do you need anything I'm like dude I need a keyboard and mouse I'm gonna use Brandon's PC and we're gonna go and I did not know all, how Brandon's uh, nuke, the Intel nuke worked yet. So I was like, not getting any image from uh, from the hotel TV. I'm like, this is so fucked up. It's the, the, uh, the train wrecks. <laughs> fucked up day! That, that shit, that clip went through my mind. And I actually uh, just went absolutely berserk on my, uh, in my, like head and heart uh i was so tight i was like we've never missed a week we've never missed a week this is such bullshit how is this happening to me and um joshin again joshin my goat he was like dude just like our second (laughs) i was like like, (laughs) but like but like from the from my phone because i was always going to parsec in but I had just switched from iPhone to Android. If I was still on iPhone, I would that nightclub stream would have never happened. And it was all possible thanks to this phone and this stylus. I was just sitting on my bed. 
I should not have been sitting on the bed, honestly. That fucked up my shoulder for like two weeks. But I was just like this, just the whole time, just. Oh, all right, type it in. Cool. All right, and and I had to like monitor both. I had to uh, maneuver on both monitors using my phone, and that sucked big ass balls. So um, I'm glad people got to uh, watch the stream that week. And I'm also even more glad that because of how scuffed it was, Coinbox was still operating on Wednesdays at the time. So no one even fucking watched. I was like, yeah, I got VODs. And no one even had to watch that atrocity, but people still uh, took note of it, which is cool. Um, I was on Reddit for the first time ever in my life. Like someone posted about me on Reddit and I was like, oh shit, this is bad. I'm on Reddit, what the fuck? Someone's <laughs> complaining about me, 100%. And uh, no, it was just the RS, RSSBM was showing me love. And um, I was like, hey, all right, maybe. <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe it's not all that bad, but I'm sure if I ever have a big level event that I'm doing uh, like one man uh, summit level production for and I fuck up, they're going to be on my ass like white on the face. So uh, I, I, that's what this is for. This is all for to make sure that shit like that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah. Um, to to answer the question again, community, community, community. That is all the time that we have for today. And we've gone for almost an hour and 15 minutes. An hour and 15 minutes? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And I was, I was really worried. I, I, for full transparency for people who are listening to the pod, I was like, I, we, this has been coming up for almost three years. We're finally doing it, and I still don't know if I'm an hour uh, of interest. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know if I, if I have hour interesting things to say. But uh, we're at an hour 15, and I feel like I, we still have uh, more to chat about, maybe. I That's the thing. I want to chat more, but I um, am tuckered out as well. And we're, we both need to rest up. You need to rest up more than me, because I have not been working you know these these 20 hour shifts but let's just let's just get rested up you know when we talk again in three years there will be we'll probably just a lot more time to it or hey maybe we'll talk later this year i'm fine if you dm me at a random time and be like can you do this time and i'll either say yes or no and if if yes then it's meant to be you know i i'll have i'll have more availability after the fall for sure <laughs> so there th things it sounds like are starting to improve towards viability of making your life be where you want it to be. That's great. Being really busy, that that is that that is super tough. But you know what? I'm I'm really loving the fact that the people around you are giving you an opportunity and you're making it work one way or another you're making it work and That's and right. flourishing more often than not you're not just constantly jerry-rigging you're, you're you're flourishing more often than not so that's really cool to hear and you're going to be one of the people who brings melee enthusiasts such as myself and and yes even rs bm 
you're going to bring us memories that last for a very long time, if not forever. Again, the 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 NYC tag versus the SCAL tag. I won't forget that of Kadoran versus Akla. I won't forget the hero of time. And actually, that set was really cool, but I don't know. It would have been also just as cool, uh, maybe even cooler, because Aklo's first set against Kadoran at one of the random nightclubs of of a while ago had like a three to one stock comeback or four to one stock comeback on FD or something like that. And I just, that's still one of my favorite matches that I think I've seen in the post COVID era of melee. No, actually I think Akla was down four stocks to two and then took four stocks straight, something like that on FD yeah. versus Kadorn. It was, I, I just like was, I could, I could, it took me such a long time to fall asleep that night, dude. <laughs> dude, oh my god! And, and now that you say that, now now that you remind me of how that match went, uh, it went game five, like last, uh, like not last dog, but I think it was last dog actually. Maybe it was. Um, it it was like down to the wire for sure. Um, now that you're reminding me of like that, I that mean I was on production at that time. Like I was on production for that event, so that was uh. One of the events, like with the shots, I'm like most proud of. It's like you know, getting getting the cut to the pop off from the crowd. Yes, like, that was that was so sick. Getting JoJo and getting fast with the point. The yes, <laughs> one of these is like hey, um, and, and looking back on that, like the layout of OS is so different because there's like the console station is there, it, like where the crowd is. So, um, yeah, man. This was a nice trip down memory lane, and hopefully we get to do this again uh, really soon and with more events under the belt. Or we'll just talk about, you know, stuff in general, because I think we like talking to each other. What a surprise to Melee enthusiasts and and for yourself. You understand so much more about the production world than I do, but I, I love hearing the little nuggets of information that fall from you. So this is all around great. I'm looking forward to a next time down in the future. Thank you all for listening. Brando, we'll play the outro and then we'll do the thumbnail. But in the meantime, please, by all means, say goodbye to the people. Um, bye-bye, people. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, if you stayed this long, make sure to watch the nightclub every single Wednesday. Watch Coinbox every other tuesday watch uh after the nightclub is over if we do it run it on time watch mid lane melee in chicago um sh please show love to all of your locals if you have a local near you please go your local community is the strength it's the backbone of melee yeah you know it all started with uh you know we didn't have slippy we didn't have we didn't even really have anthers ladder back when like the scene started it started with going to your friend's crib and saying, I'll beat the dog shit out of you in Smash. What's up right now? <laughs> and, and plugging in the controller and playing, getting some snacks, um, being with your friends. And um, we hope we make more communities and more friends, larger communities, maybe even larger friends, you know, fucking like hey, it's big boy season, right? Hey, um, for another 20 plus years. Uh, this is this is the forever community and i hope i'm around to see however many however many forevers that it lasts for